Warning. The Dub Talk podcast contains language that might not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Also, there is always the possibility that spoilers for anime series will happen, so be very careful while listening if you're watching an episode about a series that you have yet to finish. And finally, whatever you do, do not, I repeat, do not eat the coconut cream pies. Seriously, that's just nasty. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to Dub Talk, the show where a group of dorks all get together and either talk about a recent dub announcement, or we go back and revisit a series that was previously reviewed on Lilac Anime Reviews that was dubbed later. I am, of course, your one and only master of manliness, Spaceman Hardy. Uh, you may notice that I, obviously I'm not our regular host, Lilac, or nor am I Megan, because we all decided to divvy up this season's broadcast dubs together. Why, you ask? Because, well, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, in addition to the regular Double Talk shows, uh, we have Prince of Stride. We have, what else have we got? We've got Heavy Object going on. Uh, Fairy Tale Zero, which we'll review later. Uh, we have Divine Gate. We have Grimgar. We have Assassination Classroom Season 2. Uh, what else have we got? I keep forgetting. Remind me. All right, let's see. We got Fairy Tale. We got Dagashikashi, which is the title episode. Um, we also got. I'm just, I'm just recounting this. Grimguard, Prince of Stride, uh, Snow White season two. How did we forget Snow White? That is the best show ever. It is. I'm obviously. still mad that I wasn't part of that episode. Well, don't I mean, be you salty. Don't wanna, you don't want to get be salty. I have pretzels right here, and I will eat them. <gasps> you don't tell me what to do. You're not my mom. Anyways, You're not my before real we get dad. anyway, before we get too off track, um, tonight's episode we will be covering the first of three double talk shows. Uh, the the obviously it's the first one. Um, we, in addition to Assassination Classroom season two, uh, and Grimgar, uh, Fantasy and Ash. I forget the rest of the name. That one's um, coming later. That one's coming later. Uh, tonight, we'll be covering over Dagashi Kashi, which is kind of a strange, voice for, uh, strange choice for Double Talk, considering not only is it not an action anime, it's a comedy about Japanese junk food. I can explain that one very easily, by the way. And how would you do that? Okay, so let's put it like this. Let's put it like this. You remember Hestia is Bestia? Right. That's Dagashi Kashi. And you want to know why that's the case, why that is the very first show on the lineup? Because this is the very first time that they opened up the public polls asking, what show do you want to watch on Double Talk? Not Double Talk. Is it? Yes, Double Talk. Dub Talk, Double Talk, confusing. They asked, what shows do you guys want to see on Double Talk? And the public poll had all the broadcast dubs, minus Fairy Tale Zero, because, of course, nobody would be able to watch that. So, everybody voted Dagashikashi because Hotaru's fucking hot. Well, yeah, her name does start with Hot Aru. Hot, 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 like hot, 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 hot. Hot Asu. Oh, let's just no. call this show, let's just call this show what it really is. Cute girls eating junk food. There's an <gasps> <ingredient. laughs> 
There are some easy ingredients for how you come up with dagashikashi. You want to hear them? Okay. All right. Please. So, let's take one part barakamon, one part norin, a pinch of non non biori, the junk food marketability of Himoto Umaru-chan, you get a pinch of Hestia marketability, as well as a little bit of Willy Wonka diabetes. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Wow. You have Dagashikashi. Okay, and that pretty much sums up what the show is about. Uh, before we get even more sidetracked, let me introduce <laughs> let me introduce to you our hosts. Uh, obviously, you've already heard them talking in this episode, but anyways, uh, making her fourth appearance on Dub Talk, uh, the host of Anime Palooza. Uh, she actually has a connection to this show because she does a lot of Japanese snack unboxing videos. Please welcome Miss Gigi. Hola, como estas? I have candy, but I don't have a creepy van. You're not laughing. Or do you? Well, no, or I drive, a PT, I drive uh, a PT Cruiser. Uh. Uh, this episode, otherwise known as Gigi and Too Many Boys. <laughs> too many not that you're boys. complaining. Never. I have my own reverse harem right here. Bring it. Too many boys will spoil the broth. And... <laughs> Uh, for our next guest making his second appearance, you've heard him when we lambasted Showman Sample, uh, formerly of crusty old songs you've never heard before. He's now working on a new blog. Please welcome Amandul. Hi, guys. I like this show a lot better than the other one. It's not yeah. garbage. <laughs> Makes me very, very happy to watch not garbage. Very happy. Although the uh, the boobs are similar. They are similar. <laughs> But they don't cause me pain, so, you know, better breasts. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. And finally, you obviously have... This is his second time making an appearance on the on Dub Talk. You've obviously heard him already because he won't shut his fucking mouth. Um, you can hear him on Three Victims Watch SAO. Please welcome Classy Spartan. Hi, everybody. My job here is to harass Spaceman Hardy. Believe me, I got a list. Wow. And I'm sure we will hear plenty of entries from that list as the night goes on. Dude, but, I have a whole drinking game for you. I imagine you do. But anyways, uh, so as usual, we're going to go through the cast, talk about who we initially predicted, who was actually cast, and we're going to discuss whether or not we were pleased with the individual casting choices. Uh, and for... This show in particular, we do have a very small cast, so expect a lot of derailing, a lot of stalling for time, which, as you can see, we're off to a very good start on that, and uh, and more than likely, we will involve lots of candy-related puns and insults towards each other, and so without further ado, let's start, as we always do, with the ADR director. Um, did anyone have a prediction for the ADR director, because this is one I usually do not predict. No, ain't nobody got time for that. But nope. I guess anybody we do have time, since there's only five characters. Um, let's see. I didn't really predict either, but I kind of just... I put Caitlin Glass for this one for some reason. Really? I just picked a name from a hat from Roots' amazing list and was just kind of like, you know what? Maybe she might like candy stuff. No, no. I, I, actually, I had a second one. I had okay. Sunny straight. 
Oh, okay. I can see that. He did prison school. Mm-hmm. And related to some Sunny Street somewhat, I did make a prediction for the scriptwriter. Uh, I predicted Jamie Markey, actually. <gasps> and you were right. Spoiler. Well, I was right. I was right on the lead writer. I was not right on the scriptwriter, though. Wait, there's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah, because the script is actually handled by Kristen McGuire, and the ADR director is Kyle Phillips. Kristen McGuire is that the one that that voices the orange-haired girl from Assassination Classroom? Yes, it is, and she also voices the uh, she also voices Chio from Prison School. Ah, okay. Yeah, Kristen McGuire. Let's see, you've heard her cast in shows. She was Yuriko in Makagura School Suite. She was Chio in Prison School. Uh, she was in Sky Wizards Academy. Those, unfortunately, are most of her big name roles, other than Hina no Kurahashi from Assassination Classroom. She's still relatively new when it comes to uh, when it comes to. Uh, voice roles, and she's still very, very new when it comes to script writing. She's only ha- she only has two credits. Uh, she did six episodes of Dance with Devils, and she did the script for Dagashikashi. I wonder um, if she's responsible for the Wambulans. Maybe, but I'm not entirely sure. That I think the <sighs> other one was written by Jeremy Lee. The other six episodes. Wait, what about a Wambulance? It's a long oh. story. Andrew. Go back and watch that clusterfuck of an episode. It was uh, amazing. For which, For which show? Dance with Dance Devils. Dance with Devils. Oh. oh, yeah. There were six of us, and it kind of fell apart. But anyways, um, how do we feel about the script for this show? Because it's pretty direct. It's There's not really a whole lot much for translation, actually. I got to say, I do think they actually do some things that are a lot fu- funnier and a lot more interesting. I figured, what as soon as I heard the show was getting a dub, my main thought was, what do they do? My initial guess was, they keep a lot of the candy food terminology, but just add a lot more, like, our kind of humor, which is what they did. Yeah, they, they kind of did. I, they Instead of calling it cheap candy, they still keep the Japanese names, though. Which I do appreciate. Um, one thing I did notice in the most re- recent episode was the return of food puns. Uh, if you've ever watched an episode of the Toriko dub, you'd understand what I mean. <sighs> instead of instead of cursing, they would say the name of food, like what the duck or you know, you know, what was it? I think he said cod hammet at one point. What the French toast? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's and it. In le- and in episode three, we hear Hotaru say, what the fue? Oh, what the fue. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Re- referring to the fue ramene. But oh. yeah. That's Any so other funny. There, was, yes. there actually was one thing that I thought that I actually didn't like about the script. What was that? Sorry, I have a pretzel in my mouth. Um, I didn't like the... The references to the fact that they knew it was a show. It's like, oh, you're doing the thing from episode one. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, you mean the fourth wall breaks? Yeah, they break the fourth wall a lot. That, they did that a lot in the in the uh, swimming pool episode too. That was the one I was talking about. That was like the only time they did that. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. 
You know, I thought it was funny, though. I, I like watching the dub just because I'm lazy and I don't like to read subtitles. But I think that the, the English jokes that are in there are actually, like, solid jokes. Other than the fact that they use a lot of, like, bros and stuff. Like, if I hear the word bay, I might have to chop my ears off. But well, I'm, I'm used to that terminology at this point. I was just like, it did it, it seemed weird to see a fourth wall break that, you know, that brazen, point. brazen. Yeah. I like that. Word. Yeah. So while we're on, you know, moving from the script, we kind of skipped over the director here. The director is of course, Kyle Phillips. Uh, you've heard him. Well, you've seen him, heard his work in, uh, in shows like, uh, well, obviously, um, what else was he in? He was in Ultimate Otaku Teacher, and he was in Dance with Devils. Yay! And he's also the assistant ADR director for the second season, second series of Fairy Tale. And uh, he's still he's still got a ways to go. He's assistant or ADR director for World Break, area of a court, area of curse for a holy swordsman. Whoever cares about that? Show. AKA num. Magic Light Novel High School Harem Anime number 1,480,512. We're going to keep getting them. There's like one for every season. This yeah. season, it was Undefeated Bahamut Chronicle and uh, actually Myriad, Myriad Colors counts too. Next season, it's going to be 100. Next season, it's going to be some show where a guy creates magic powers from touching boobs. It's never going to fucking end. Well, it's never going to end. And when seeing as how they never end, we can always count on guys like Kyle Phillips to direct them. So what do we think of the direction so far? <laughs> This is really his only four, his, really his fourth um, major directing job, and um, oh, he was ADR assistant on Tokyo ESP as well, but uh, but yeah, he's still very very new to ADR directing, and in my opinion, his his dubs have have been so so. I had some serious issues with Dance with Devils. I thought that I had some serious issues with Ultimate Otaku Teacher as well, and. And and you're gonna find out later. I also have some issues with this show in particular. Oh, we're gonna have a fun conversation. <gasps> with that. We are gonna have a fun conversation. Issues. Yeah, but I will explain once we get there. But anyways, yeah, I just I I'm not sold on Kyle Phillips just yet. I think he he can I think he can do good work, but some of the cast, some of the characters that get cast just. The voices don't match up. I think I had this problem with Dance with Devils. And for the most part, Ultimate Otaku Teacher was good, but there were a few that just I really thought needed to be adjusted. So Kyle Phillips has not sold me on his directing abilities just yet. Well, you know, I bet he is still very new. I Go bet ahead. they're all surprised that this actually made it onto the block that people watch because... I mean, if they were going to throw money at it and throw it into, like, you know, Caitlin Glass-ish territory where everybody's known, or maybe Mike they would have gotten a, a different director for it. Maybe they wouldn't have trusted somebody so new. I mean, I don't right. know. I don't have any major problems with it except in casting choices so far. But, I mean, he has to work with what he has to work with. And now he's kind of, like, shoved in there into the spotlight. So don't fuck it up. 
I think I think the I think what was supposed to happen. I think we were supposed to get Dimension W, but then it got that special deal with Toonami, and so they bumped up the next most popular show. By the way, and it just, wasn't so. Prince of Stride because it should have been Prince of Stride. <laughs> I mean, it should have been Snow White. Now, now, children, let's play along. But anyway, I actually I do like Dagashikashi, and I kind of had a hunch when they were first announcing all of the broadcast dubs and saw it was at the very bottom of like the broadcast upslip, I kind of had a hunch it was going to be a newer cast and a much more like, I guess, experimental dub or something with some liberties, which kind of was. So <laughs> honestly, it's not, it's not bad. And I I can see where you got problems, but I, I do kind of like what I've seen. And so mm. far I've been very entertained regardless. What about you, Amon? What are your thoughts on the dub so far? Uh, I, I, I generally like it pretty much. You know, I think it's um, it's well put together. It's entertaining. Uh, like, I, I have some, not issues per se, but there's some casting that, you know, you know if, if I were directing the show, I wouldn't necessarily done, but we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, like, you know, like, I enjoyed this. Like, if I, I'm, like, I enjoyed this enough that I'm probably going to keep watching the show and I'm probably going to watch it in the dub just because uh, it's nicely you're lazy, peppy. you don't... You're lazy and you don't want to read subtitles, just like Gigi. A little bit. Just like the rest of us, yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. this is this isn't a show where I'm terribly I mean it's also it's not a show where I'm terribly concerned about like, you know, the deeper nuance of what's going on. Like it's it's, you know, fan service and junk food. Yeah. It's a oh, yeah, gag basically. comedy about boobs and beer. If, so if if anything, it's more about food than I expected it to be. So, you know. Right. Oh yeah. my god, the product placement in this is insane. <laughs> Hey, I, I've never wanted junk, Japanese junk food more. Well, I've never wanted Japanese junk food to begin with, but now I want it. I now I actually want it more than I ever have. There's a guy I, on the Funimation uh, forums. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, Gigi. There's a guy on the Funimation forums that's been doing research every week about all the different things they have, and have been looking for places to buy them online. It's like, that's a dedication. Good for you. Yes, and in fact, I'm going to give that guy a plug at the end of the episode, because he is awesome. Um, but anyways, we're getting sidetracked. We need to keep going on. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, yes, the lead writer is Jamie Markey. Which does bring up a little bit of suspicion, because if you remember, who was the lead writer on Prison School? I thought it was Tyson. Who? No, Tyson was the Tyson was the guy who was the uh, base who was under Jamie. Jamie had to approve everything they wrote. And so I don't care as long as I don't see any internet shitstorms involving yeah. that. Okay, moving on before we get too sidetracked, let's go to our first. We have such a small cast that it we really don't need to pair anyone up. We could just take them one at a time. The goldfish. And, yes, the, the CGI. No, like the worst part of the, the show. CG goldfish is very uh, important, and I actually no. have casting choices for him. I Was it Lars, Lars von Trier? <laughs> no, but first. As pie. Now, the CG Goldfish <laughs> casting section is sponsored by Swedish Fish. Moving wow. on. This is my what? nightmare come to life. You guys know I'm terrified of fish, right? So every time I that CG Goldfish that, comes actually. on, I have to cover Anyways. my eyes like I'm watching fucking, I don't know, Let's get Friday the 13th, part mm. 75. Anyway, I, I guess. Let's just pretend the fishy isn't there. Here's what I, I got down for the Goldfish. 
<laughs> I guess I shouldn't open up this bag of shrimp crackers, Gigi. Mm. Oh, so gross. You, fucking you guys are terrible. Anyway, don't worry, I'll make you feel be oh, better, Gigi. For the goldfish, I have Daryl Gilbo. <laughs> You're not getting any pie. Fuck you guys. <laughs> is, is the, it, it depends. Is the pie starring up? Is the pie cast as Lars von Trier? Oh my god. Is it coconut cream pie? <laughs> oh, that was good. Yes, that's a happy coconut. Oof. Anyways, moving on from the star of the show, the CGI goldfish, let's go to uh, the father of this and owner of the little doggishy stand, uh, Yo Shikata. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, he's uh, he owns the place and he is desperately trying to convince his son to take over so that he can go and work for Hotaru's company. But, um, but obviously, our main character, Coconuts, does not want to and so we have crazy dad trying to do everything he can to convince his son otherwise uh did we have any predictions for crazy dad of course okay how can you not you could go ahead gg for crazy dad well because he's kind of older and he's the crazy dad and because i have to stick him in every anime that's ever produced by funimation my one and only mm -hmm. prediction is ian sinclair AKA really? my husbando. Disclaimer, he's not really my husbando. I can see where you got that, but I would have put it, him there. Would you have put him anywhere else? Because I can't see any other place to stick yes, him. Yes, actually. Well... we'll get to that later. <laughs> All right. All right. What about you, and uh, Andrew? Who did you cat? Um, I got three for this one. Um, first off, I know he doesn't look like him, but I still put down Brian Macy. Okay. Just because I could kind of see that a bit of like an older accent with the way he talks, and honestly, it just would have cracked me up just to hear, uh, just to hear Lad Russo talking like some sort of candy candy aficionado. Um, the other one I had is Kent Williams. Okay, I can see that. Just because. I don't have a list of all the things that they've done, but my thought process was Sid and or that skeleton guy from Future Diary. I haven't actually seen it's Future Diary. Guy. Oh, you should watch Future Diary. I'm told it's good, but I don't know. The main appeal seems to be the Yandere chick, and honestly, Yandere think chicks aren't really my thing. Well, I mean, d uh, opinion on Future Diary is very, very split. You have some people who love it, and you have some people who absolutely, positively hate it. I know somebody who had never watched anime, and that was their first show. That Ooh. would screw anybody up. That, I would not recommend that at all. I mean, it's just like Noah Clue, the show that got him into anime was Lucky Star, of all things. Oh my that god, actually, how can you watch Lucky Star first? Honestly, that was a show that got some of my friends into anime. You know what mm -hmm. else got them into it? Clonade. That was me. Oh. Ugh. I like that show. <laughs> Fuck off. 
Moving Fuck on, you. Jared. Jared. Wait, I had one more. Sorry. Children, 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 behave or you get no candy. Mm. All right. I, I, I'm sorry. I had one no. more. I'll, you I'll have one more. Okay. Or Bruce Elliott. Okay. I can see that too. Jared, who did you pick? Uh, actually, much like Gigi, I thought uh, Ian Sinclair might do well in here, just basing off some of his, you know, funny, boisterous stuff. Uh, my note, my notes also have Sunny Street with a question mark next to it, but I made this list up like a month ago, and I I don't remember what logic I used to put that down. So, eh. yeah, I can see that work. I can see Sunny Street doing. Mm. Uh, honestly, whenever there's a big burly uh, father type character, I usually default to two uh, two different actors. Wait, wait, wait! I want to guess one of them. Yeah. Let me guess, Marcus Stimic. No, actually, I don't actually. <gasps> I do. I I, I, I have, am shocked. Marcus is not in my predictions at all for this dub. He's in mine, and I don't even know him. <laughs> just wait. you're just going off. You're just going off the drunken, you know, impressions that we do of him in every episode, aren't you, Gigi? No, yes. I just looked a bunch of people up on Wikipedia. <laughs> Amazing. In the car. Oh, that's my method. No. <laughs> Anyways, the the two that I uh, the first one. Uh, that I wanted, I didn't expect him to get it, but I usually throw him in there for every big burly guy, is Patrick Seitz. Hmm. Now, I, I know he hasn't been in a broadcast dub yet, other than Attack on Titan Jr. Hi. But... He has scripted uh, a couple, apparently. He has scripted, yeah, but you can do you can script from L.A., you can't exactly, you know, record from L.A. without the proper equipment. But anyways, well. yeah. He was my first pick, and then, well, and then my second pick, who I expected to get it because I default him for every single character, and he gets stereotyped all the time, was Chris Sabat. You mean typecast? Typecast, yeah. Gigi loves typecasting. Typecasting happens. Everybody's like, oh, there's so much typecasting in English dubs. Have you fucking watched a Japanese anime ever? <laughs> they do it just as often as we do. Yeah. You know Anyways, how many shows Yuki Kaji is it gonna be next season? A whole bunch. Way too many to discuss for this uh, for this podcast. But anyways, uh, as all as always, we are all wrong. Who actually plays <gasps> Yoshikara is Jeremy Inman. Who? Yep. Yep. Jeremy Inman. You have heard him in such noticeable roles as well. He's Android sixteen in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, he's the best. That's, yeah, he was. Uh, he's been notable roles in Basilisk, in uh, in Beck Mongolian Chop Squad, and Black Cat. Uh, he was in Desert Punk. He's one uh, of Roy Mustang's like squad in Brotherhood. Hyman's Hi Breda. Hyman's. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Fuck, that's actually good. <laughs> But yeah, no, he's been in a lot, has been with the company for a long time. Of course, he's obviously in One Piece and Fairy Tale because, of course, everybody is. Oh, he was. Oh, he's actually Magellan in the recent episodes. Yes, he is. Uh, let's see, other notable. He was in. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was in Yu Yu Hakusho. He was in Case Closed, your favorite. Uh, I. <laughs> we'll get to that later. First of all, I do not hate Case Closed. <laughs> so I just hardy. want to put this out here. About I do case not hate. Closed. I do not hate Case Closed. 
I enjoy the show, what I've seen of it. I just think its fans are fucking nuts. Wait, wait, wait. I need to find the tweet. The tweet I sent. What was it? Spaceman Hardy is a dick that ruins people's dreams. No, 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 no. I actually pinned it. You did? It, it is. I did pin it. It is. And this is not what Andrew said. Somebody, someone on the forums tried to report me because I was so negative about Case Closed. Here it is. Spaceman Hardy is a terrible person and destroys people's hopes. I love it! It's so perfect! Wow. Congratulations. You've just killed like a bunch of kittens and sold me that unicorns don't exist. (laughs) The next thing that you know, that I know you're going to be telling me that Ian Sinclair is really not my husbando. I don't know how I feel about this. Just just go to Spaceman Hardy's house. There's Santa Claus's head on a pike outside. (laughs) Oh, no. You know, it, it, you know how I feel. I feel like James Cagney at the end of White Heat. <laughs> Made it, Ma! Top of the world. It's and then so the thing explodes. Yeah. Never, oh never has a quote from a random upset form person ever been so perfect. Yep. Mwah. Magnifico. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Put that on your tombstone. Yeah. Call it a day. I, I, I'd like to thank the Academy, obviously. Sit down, Leonardo DiCaprio, and let's talk about the dad some more. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, the, yes, the dub. Okay. You know, get back on track. I'm, I'm so sorry about this lilac. This is going to shit already. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I ain't been drinking this evening. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. So how do we feel as Jeremy's performance as Crazy Dad Yoshikata? Not what I expected. Okay. It, it was a much... I guess I was assuming, like, a deep dad, but not... It, it, it was a different direction that I guess uh, I expected him to be. Maybe I expected him... I'm not sure what exactly I was expecting. I guess when I was thinking... Uh, who did I have listed? I think when I was thinking along the lines of Brian Massey or Kent Williams, I figured he'd have a deep voice, but he'd still kind of have that fluctuating, like, goofy tone that he usually does. Like, Jeremy has that, too. It's just, like, a different direction than I anticipated. Also, I forgot. Yo is sponsored by Willy Wonka. Okay. Why? I'm d- I have this theme going for all of the character prediction lists. Well, you yeah, can't why just... is he sponsored by Willy Wonka? You gotta give us a tagline, dude. All right. Willy Wonka, because how the fuck are you gonna make children do what you want? All right. That's much better. Now that it's yes. in context. Yes. Now that it's in context. Yeah. Gigi, what are your thoughts on the approval? Um, I wrote down he's gruff, but he's also not too alpha. So I, I like him. Like, I think he's doing a good job. Obviously, he's no Ian Sinclair, but I just threw him in there because I have to throw him in everywhere. Um, but I, I like what he's doing. Like, it's very kind of like I almost feel like he should be the best friend's dad instead of Coconuts's dad but I know the best friend doesn't have a dad so whatever um because they're more like character wise and Mm -hmm. I don't know but I like what he's doing and he should keep on doing it and that's all I gotta say Jared yeah I'm on what did you think (laughs) (coughs) excuse me uh, right. Interesting, interesting thoughts. There, <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> Don't you agree? Uh, no, I liked him. I thought he did. Uh, 
Like, he, he was more or less what I expected out of the role, basically. You know, he was very, you know... I'm a crazy dad. I want you to do this thing, son. Please do this thing, son. Please. Come on. Help an old man out. Yep. Yeah, no, I liked him. Yeah, yeah. he did I, good. I think he did good as well. You know, as he's sort of got that crazy old man act down um, as far as when it comes to these types of roles. So, I, yeah, I, he's one of my, probably one of my... Um, uh, from the rest of the cast, he's probably one of my favorites. Not saying much, uh, but uh, that came out completely wrong, and I'm sorry. But yeah, so wait, I, think it, I think it did pretty good. Whoever's eating something, when you open it mm -hmm. and you eat it, you have to tell us what you're eating. Okay, yes. I am eating the sweet potato-shaped snack. Uh, I don't. It tastes like banana chips, to be honest. <laughs> Describe it like you're on the Food Network. You have to be like, and the texture is whatever uh, well if they feel like banana chips and they sort of <laughs> taste like banana chips and they've got these little sesame seeds oh stuck shit to them. he should have been sponsored by banana chips because of that rocking banana hammock he's got in episode three. <laughs> oh god <sighs> don't remind me andrew Rain. you just made me spit the sweet potato shaped snack all over my laptop dude <laughs> <laughs> and we Look what broke you did. Congratulations, everyone. Shame on you. Umaybos for everyone. Umaybos? Umaybos? Umaybos. Umaybos. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I look for some Umaybos, but they don't sell them here in Memphis. So anyway. I have like seven sitting in a box. You guys can have them all. They're disgusting. Uh, I would love to try one. I'm going to send uh, let's you guys see. care packages full of Glicos and Umaybos. I have a package nice. of Glicos right here, but we'll move on I before like I open up the are, toy. Those, those do not give you actual energy. I don't believe it. I'll talk about them when I open them up, but let, we should probably move on to the next person. We we really should move on, yes. Let's move on to the older brother of the two twins, Toe Endo. This Toe. character prediction is sponsored by Mountain Dew and Sunny D, because this character does everything... To the extreme! Okay. I thought he was going to be sponsored by Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, how about punch. a nice Hawaiian punch? Oh! Yeah. Ah. Thank you. That's what I, w yeah. I was thinking for the past five minutes as I was writing these up. What's that drink called? Thank you. Thank you, Amon. Yes. You're yeah. welcome. Anyways, did we have any, produ any predictions for Slacker Older Brother? Obviously. As okay. To all of us, I just I've been talking a lot, so I want to go last. Okay, uh, Jared, you go first. Uh, so for this, I had two choices. One of whom I thought was more likely. I thought Ian Sinclair would do well here, but I thought you'd have the problem of Ian Sinclair sounds way too old to voice this guy. He's clearly like you know seventeen. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so for second choice, I had uh, Josh Greeley. Am I saying I that right? Too. Greeley, not yeah. Oh, there I'm you go. I Great minds think alike. Ian Sinclair. All right. Really? So that was... Yeah. I saw okay. Ian Sinclair doing Toe. Just, like, it may be a little old, but I can kind of see... Just because he's... I feel like he would do be, like, a younger space dandy. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you all put Ian Sinclair in there, because that makes me feel happy. But along with Josh Greeley, I put your drunk Uncle Marcus, and I can't remember why. But I did really? put him there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, he must have party. been in something that I was looking up, and I was like, oh, yeah, he would fit in there. I don't remember what yeah. he's been in. Assassin's Creed Classroom. 
Yeah, he was Ball's guy at Assassination Classroom. Uh, what the fuck is Ball? Wasn't he in something else? Because that couldn't have been it. He was in Ping Pong. He was in... Oh, so he is Ball's guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Dragon Ball's guy, actually. In Ping Pong. Oh. Um, but anyways, um, I can't imagine what, what that would be. Marcus Stemmick voicing Toe is like... Yo, I walked in on Hotsuro in the shower. That's why. The other day. That's why. Because he sounded drunk. Because he sounded yeah. drunk. And I was like, this guy is like a stoner. That's why. Okay, thanks. I'm so glad that you could fill the blanks in for me. Okay, I had yeah. like nine on this Spaceman Hardy drinking game checklist, and now that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, Hardy makes a drunken Mar- Uncle Marcus reference. Yeah. Hi, Uncle Marcus. I don't know you. Yeah, we love we love you, Uncle Marcus. Moving on. No, so okay, so Jared had Ian Sinclair and Josh Greeley. Um, Gigi had Marcus Stimmick and, uh, and and Josh Greeley. Yes, I had Ian Sinclair as well, and I had one other that's a little weird now that I think about it. But yeah, Anthony Bowling. Really? Okay. My thought process of I was I, I think I recently had. W- watch devil is a part-timer and i was just thinking about his assistant that was just kind of nuts and whatnot mm-hmm. he, he had a lot of really good comedic possibilities from that character that just made me laugh all the time with his neuroticism i kind of would have yeah. liked to have seen him do that kind of to do character like toe where it's a lot more laid back and i guess sleazy and i thought that would have been interesting to see yeah, I only had one uh, prediction, and that was Newton Pittman, uh, mainly that? because he voices Gray in Fairy Tale. Ah, okay. Yeah, that but, guy's uh, got uh, that guy's got like that guy's got safe like job security for years. Anyways, yeah, um, the reason I picked him strictly because he looks like another character who looks exactly the same as Toe in A Certain Magical Index, and he plays that character. That's strictly the only reason I picked him, but I do think that he would have fit in this role as well. Uh, as usual, guess what? We're all wrong. Boom! You're going to notice a recurring trend. Yes. You, it happens often, don't you think? Uh, no, who is actually playing Toe is Justin Pate. Um, he... Yeah, he has been in a lot, but he hasn't had a lot of major roles. Uh, he's his been there major... since the beginning. Like, he's done extras in the original Dragon Ball Z. Right, in the original Dragon Ball, actually. Yeah. But yeah, in Dragon Ball, he's been in Attack on Titan. He's been in Assassination Classroom. Uh, he was Jin Kamishina in... Dragon Knot. I don't ever suggest anyone watch that. He was in Initial D. He was in uh, Tower of Draga. He's been in a whole bunch, and like Andrew said, he's been in since the beginning. Um, how do we feel about Justin's performance as Toe? I wasn't too crazy at first, but the recent episode, he kind of grew on me. It seemed like he was just kind of trying to get the hang of it, but I actually... It, it worked. Maybe when they gave him a little more ability to actually play around and have fun with the character mm-hmm. okay i had a i had a i had a similar feeling initially i was kind of like he's okay and then in sort of the more recent episode where he got to do more it was a little better he's fine 
Uh, like, I don't have a criticism of him. I have a mild criticism of casting, just because when I was first watching this in the sub and he came on, the first thing that popped to my mind was actually, uh... What's his name? The guy Johnny Young Bosch voices in Haruhi Suzumiya. Like, that oh, oh. that voice popped into my head for some reason, so at, oh, on a certain level I was expecting... Kyo. Kyo? Oh, the, not, not the main guy, like, the, the no. psychic guy. Itsuki. Yes, him. Itsuki. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so I was, I was in my head while leading up to, like, the dub actually coming out, I was kind of expecting something like that, which he's not. Which is fine, but as a while I think it took me a little bit to warm up to it, because I was expecting something that's very much not what he's doing. But beyond mm -hmm. that, like, I think he's, he's good. He's fine. What about you, Gigi? I think he does a good job. He like plays a very good mindless BFF for our lovely little coconuts there. He's like a surfer and kind of like a stoner at the same time, which is what I thought of when I thought of this voice to begin with. Obviously, I thought he was like a stoner. Um, he he's yeah, he's good. I don't have any problems with him. I just don't like that character because he has those weird pointy shark teeth and that creeps me out. I but like characters with shark teeth. Well, didn't you like Reen or Rin or whatever his name was from Free? No. I like the other one. She, okay. she liked Makoto Tachibana. I think so. That's the boring one, right? Wait, what's the Bosch. boring one? I, I haven't seen Free. I know Makoto's the one that's like apparently a precious cinnamon roll. Nagisa's like the, the Shoda... Ray's glasses coon. Uh, yeah, him, the butterfly guy. That's J. Michael Tatum. Well, are you shocked at this? No, no, not a one bit. All I know is no. I feel like that show probably made you splash free at one point. Oh, jeez. I actually, I was talking to somebody before I did this podcast, and I outed myself in real life, and I was like, yeah, I kind of watch anime, and the first thing out of his mouth was, do you watch that one about swimming? And I said, <laughs> and he's like, apparently oh, boy. you do. Like, Amazing. Oh, Your life is ruined now. It really is. I don't know how I'm ever going to face it ever again. Anyway... Anyways, my impression, I actually really like this performance. It was one of my favorite from the main five, to be honest. I think he really stepped into the role. It's not a major role, but, I mean, I think he stepped to the plate, and I think he delivered just fine. And that's, I think he did a really good job, You like honestly. the toilet paper song, didn't you? Who doesn't? Moving on. Silence. Uh, Yes. When when we have a moment of silence, we have to keep going. Anyways, <laughs> moving on to the younger of the twins, the twin sister, we have Saya Endo. Oh, she's um, my favorite character. Yes! She, the, look at those yes. eyes. She has seen some shit in her day. Not, Saya not, not is a, best girl. She is! Thank oh you! Oh my god! Let's oh be friends god. forever. Seriously. Okay. First of all, let's get to our sponsored candy section. Saya Endo is sponsored by Peach. Because she never closes hers and they're so no, distant. No, <laughs> Because she looks unsuspecting, but is surprisingly sweet. As well as she's Aww. got some really cute peepers. Mm -hmm. And they, with the, I hope that you're thousand to her eyes. That thousand yard stare. And those fucking legs. <laughs> Well, we know where Andrew's she, attention is. What she makes up, what she lacks on the top, she makes up for on the freaking legs. Like, do you see the camera angle that they do in the opening 
when they zoom up. Okay, actually, hang on. I'm gonna <laughs> derail for. I'm gonna derail for one minute. One minute. Let me say my piece, and then we'll move on to predictions. Okay. Can we talk about the opening and ending stuff? This, you this you mean what, like how it wasn't finished? It wasn't yeah. finished. Oh my God. They openly admitted the the studio openly admitted that the opening and ending just wasn't done. So like episode one, it's just a, a lot of like colored silhouettes and just that one piece of finished animation. And then the second episode, there's still some colored silhouettes, but there's like actual sequences that are finished now. And then the third episode, everything just comes together. It's like, holy crap, this is actually a good opening. It's like, imagine Omaru-chan's really elaborate like anime opening where they do the Mario Kart thing and the, the Monster Hunter thing just wasn't done for two weeks and they just had a bunch of like silhouettes of Umaru like in different colors. That's what it was like. As well as the ending where it was just a tiny little TV that replayed the events of the episodes for the first two episodes and then it was this amazing like Alice in Wonderland dance where it was just her dressed as the bunny and then her dressed as, it was Hotaru dressed as a bunny, Saya dressed as Alice and it was the dancing was cute and amazing, and it was so fucking weird. I told God's Will that, of course, Funimation put up the first episode stuff, the ones that's incomplete, and I'm really telling God's Will to try and get them to put the episode three and the full ones up, because I can't look up that opening anywhere on YouTube, because Pony Canyon removes that shit fucking instantly. So I take it you're a fan, hey? I like it. Anyway, Sai yeah. is great. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for thank. I dropped the mic. <laughs> yes, and that was classy Spartan. Everyone, let's give him a hand. Yay! I'm gonna I'm gonna take so a drink and catch my breath. You guys go. <laughs> okay. On that note, did we have any predictions for Sayo? Always. Okay. So. Oh, you want me to go first? Um, yes, well, at, by all means. First, I picked Bryn April because she's amazing, and I also I thought she would too. do like. Yeah! I thought she would do a really good job because she's so cute and Saya's so cute. And the other one I picked was Dawn Bennett because she did such a good damn job. A good damn job? Whatever. In Dance with Devils. And I was like, mm -hmm. she could do another job just as good. Even better because Saya's funnier on purpose. So I was hoping. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we all know how this turned out. What about you, Jared? Who did you predict? Let me see. Um, I put in uh, Brina Palencia. Oh, really? Yes, I, wow. I, I, do not, I do not remember what logic led me to that conclusion, but that is what I have written down. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I actually had two of them. Uh, my main one was Michaela Krantz, because we've been seeing her do a lot of stuff lately. And uh, in a way, Saya kind of sort of reminds me in the face and basic features of uh, Suzu from Ultimate Otaku Teacher. And uh, also, my other choice was Alexis Tipton. Hmm. I, can, mm -hmm. I can see how you got that. Mm -hmm. All right. What about, what about you, Andy? Okay. So, I, as I mentioned, I already had Bryn April. Is it, how do you say it? Bryn April? April. 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 Oh, it's just April. Awesome. Yes. Uh, the other one I had was Afia, Afia Yu. Mm. I honestly don't oh. actually remember a lot of anime she's actually voiced in, but I remember her from 
You ever heard of a web series called Tome? Can't say I have. Uh, Chris no. Neo Chris Neosi uh, did this web series called Tome, and she played like one of the side characters named Whitey. And my thought process was when I heard that character's voice. This is the cutest freaking thing ever, and I just was getting massive, like, Hinata-esque vibes from it. Oh my god, this voice is adorable. She sounds super cute and awesome. And that turned out to be Afia Yu. And now she's directing Assassination Classroom. <laughs> yeah, she's also, she's also the, uh, the blonde student in Assassination Classroom, I recently found out. Which one? The... Well, the one that has a long blonde hair, that's the long straight blonde hair, she, um... Is she the one she that's got... good at English and yes. is an equal troll? She's, she trolls with, she trolls with karma. It's great. Yeah. Sorry, All right, but... she, she ruined Wickross for me, so I don't put her anywhere. Who? Have Wickross. you ever seen Selector Infected? Wickross? FVU? No. Wrecked it. Anyways, keep going. Oh. Dang. Anyways, uh, again, we are all wrong. Of course! Uh, <gasps> recurring of, trend! Of, Yay! Yes. yes. Uh, who actually plays Saya is Sarah Ragsdale, uh, another new relative newcomer. Uh, actually, she's been in quite a bit, but it's all been recent. Um, she was in... I'm not, uh, I'm not even looking at her. I'm going to take a wild guess and say she was somebody in Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Am I right, Hardy? Yes, she was. Ah. It, it, <laughs> I should have put down for my list. Yes. Uh, she was in a major role in Red Data Girl, and Saya is her only other major role. Uh, she has been in Background Noises and Attack on Titan, Bento, Certain Magical Index, and Railgun. Uh, she was in Diamond Dollar. Uh, of course, Fairy Tale in One Piece because, well, she was actually uh, Boa Marigold, uh, the young version in One Piece. And, um, and yeah, she was in Selector Infected, actually. Uh, Sky Wizard, Soul Eater Not, Space Dandy, Terran Residence, and Tokyo Ghoul Route A, and a lot of other stuff, too. Um, honestly, she wasn't that great to me, in my opinion, in the first episode. I think she got better in the other two. I, I, I didn't mind her in the first episode, but I do agree that I think she got better also is it just me or does she sound suspiciously like a younger jamie markey no i i i doesn't I, sound like I that see to where me. you're coming from i see where you're coming from she sounds valley girl she's she, she sounds it but i i do like the way she I, she really grew on me in the last episode or just i really like her her execution of the character yeah i think she was pretty shaky in the first episode but she has improved in the last two um like she she was kind of deadpan in the first one. I yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I'm not sure what you mean about deadpan. Just that whole sequence where she's doing the coffee thing. I was just I was cracking up at that whole bit. Where it's like, oh wow, she's getting really pissed. I, I thought that was some good delivery. And uh, you know what it is? I think Saya is the character that everybody pegs as like a casual player. And then you put her in one Smash Brothers tournament and somehow she ends up in like the semifinals. Yeah. Well, another thing is that everyone would take one look at her and call her the token Sundere, even though she really isn't. She's she has not. Soon, she has no. Sun Sun tendencies, but, you know, in, in reality, she's actually pretty sweet. I and, love and, how her and Hotaru are just pals instead yeah. of just like 
her being a bitch at her for having big titties. It's like, oh, that is that is really refreshing. How they how they don't hate each other. They're like genuinely good friends, and she's and not. It, she, it, sorry. Even the ending credits is based off of those two. It's not based off of of Hotaru and, and Coconuts. They don't and... care that she has marshmallow puffs and she has Hershey kisses. They're just pals. <laughs> Put them together and you make a s'more. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put a little coconut on top. <laughs> Somebody just anyway. dropped that mic. <laughs> no, dropping the mic would be adding a coconut cream pie in the middle. Oh my. Wow. I can't believe you just went there. I went there. Those are Our... worse jokes than I have. <laughs> no, seriously, you know, I, Gigi, I think you've met your match when it comes to the filthy mouth. Good I know, Lord. Right? Uh, Jared, please, you know, unless you have a dirtier joke, please tell us what you thought of the performance. Um, I, just... <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a dirtier joke. I just, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> just, just, just wait for all my jokes about coconuts. <laughs> I waste, I wasted my coconut cream pie one too. But hey, the time. Okay. You know what the essence of comedy is? Timing. <laughs> you appear to have very I'm gonna, bad timing I'm gonna, right now. I'm gonna let's start see how long you'll pause for, kids. Yeah, Jared, you're watching you at play? home. Pull out your watches and keep track. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what? I had a thought. What was it? Um, I see what you mean about. Uh, I feel. I feel. I, I. I. I'll be honest. I. I don't know who was talking about earlier, but I don't think Funimation were expecting this to be on Double Talk, just because this seems very much yeah. like one of those things where, like, you know, like the first, like the first episode, qualitatively speaking, is probably the relative worst, just because everyone's new, and then everyone improves, you know, as it goes on, because everyone gets a bit of a handle on it. Um, but I, I. I enjoyed her. I thought she did. Uh, you know, she did a nice job. She, like, a lot, a lot of my uh, standards for this dub is basically, like, how do the various actors interact with each other? Just because, like, you got five, it's basically, like, five people in various combinations doing stuff. So a lot of the, a lot of the quality kind of boils down to, like, how well do they play off each other. And I think she did, a, she did a good job. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I liked her. Uh, sure. Yeah. Like, I thought she was very one note, like, towards the first episode, but as it, went and got going she got better as she goes along like at first like it's like meh but you know she's got that valley girl thing going on which i think is why she kind of reminds you of jamie marchie because jamie marchie has the valley girl thing going on i got the valley girl thing going on so clearly i can't hate her because she's kindred actually also, I, I gotta i got i got i'm sorry to interrupt you but i gotta sort of give you a, a clarification on jamie marchie's accent that's known as a nashville accent that's a Nashville accent. It is half Valley Girl, half Southern Belle. I I would honestly, I honestly think Alexis Tipton has a very similar voice. That's I what too. I always called it. As I always call it a Nashville accent. It's sort of halfway in between Valley Girl meets Southern Belle. So where she sort of has that Southern drawl to it, but still also has that that Valley Girl um, sort of way that it, her voice moves. That's what I always call it. You have a lot of girls in Nashville who are like that. I should know because I live in the state. 
Yeah, I've never been to California in my life, yet I sound like I'm best friends with Cher from Clueless. Hmm, I wonder what I watched a million times. But I like Saya. She's still... Yeah! God damn it, Andrew! I hope like you kept watching your watches, kids. And she's still uh, best dub girl. But we agree I'm uh, done. Saya is oh. best girl. Though the next uh, one I'm gonna, is all right, we're gonna act fun. I'm gonna open my Glico toy now so I can see what I got in there. What the fuck is this? Oh, it's a rocket ship. Is it a pocket or... rocket? It is. <laughs> this one hurt. It's made out of wood. Talk about splinters. <laughs> We'd find a way. Anyways, uh, we're actually going to save Hotaru for last because we she's the most divisive among the crew. So we're actually going to skip to our main character, uh, Kokonotsu Shikara, oh, a.k.a. Okay. AKA Coconuts. Who did we predict to play uh, the straight man of the show, apparently? Mm. <laughs> okay, Everybody else so can go first. I'll hang out at the end. Oh, actually, I kind of wanted to go oh, last, but I don't know. All right, you go last. It's cool. I'll go in the middle, like always. All right. Jared, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I, I, I picked Mycosol Asad. The character basically opened its mouth. It's like, oh, this is a Micah roll. I also Mica. had Micah. I, um, I was actually kind of torn on this one. I, I was thinking they were going to go with somebody new. And so I actually put down Dallas Reed. Uh, who from the showman sample dub? Mm. And I also, I also picked, um, I also picked Austin Tyndall as well, because really? he seems to be in a lot late. He seems to be in a lot lady lately. So I, I, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, well, old had, bread mouth. Yeah. Um, I had three. One of them I totally forgot about, so I'll do him last because it's horrific and funny at the same time. But I first had Jerry Jewel because Jerry Jewel is like the most deadpan of all deadpan. And I always have to typecast him and put him in the straight man roles. I also had Aaron Dismuke because I love Aaron Dismuke and I just want to see him in anything. I also had Aaron and Dismuke. Yay! And then the last one I got before I realized who he was, and I don't remember his real name and I guess it doesn't have to be brought up, but I loved this dub and it's the main guy from High School DXD. Oh! oh. <laughs> I remembered what he did, and I was like, "Yeah, this oh, has been not going to happen." Let's just say that particular actor isn't going to be a free man for quite some time. God damn it! <laughs> fucking abort, abort, abort! Zola fucking episode, abort it! Fuck! Yes, I love okay. that stupid dub. <laughs> Fuck! All right. I had one other extra that, thinking back on it, I don't know why I did it. I was watching uh, Birdie the Mighty recently. There was this one character that I was watching as one of the best friends. I'm like thinking to myself, holy shit, this guy has one fucking tone of voice. That's fucking weird. What if he did Kokonatsu? Anyways, I have Chris <laughs> Burnett. Mm -hmm. I have Chris Burnett on here, who also did Yo Yoichi from the Seraph dub. Yeah. But guess what? We're all wrong. And it's a voice that we honestly wouldn't expect. My... And yes, you have to say his, you have to call him by his real name. Todd, Todd fucking, fucking Habercorn. I'm pissed because... My other secret prediction was this whole thing was just going to be fairly unknown new voice actors, and I was right. 
Until Todd, who, yeah. if you've ever heard any anime dub in the past 10 years, you've heard Todd. Mm-hmm. He is sort of like the sore thumb that sort of just sticks out among the other five fingers. I mean, he's uh, he's like the one big name among a relative, a bunch of relative newcomers. I actually uh, really like Todd. I met him in last year, and he was a super cool guy. Oh, yeah, I met him twice before already, and... Uh, yeah, he is pretty cool. Um, but uh, how do we feel as his performance as Coconuts? He's just kind of doing his thing. It doesn't sound like it's a particularly different voice from his, but it's just kind of, it's kind of a chill comedy, so he doesn't really have to do that much work for it, I guess. And he's still doing, like, I don't know. It, it works. The voice works. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. What about I you, mean, uh, Gigi? I mean, like, he's Todd Hammerhorn. I... There's really not a whole lot to say other than you knew, like, once I saw, spoiler, everybody else was kind of, like, unknown. They had to have at least one person who's done something substantial before. You mean, even in Dance with Devils, they threw J. Michael Tatum in the end. Okay. So I knew somebody had to be it. I just didn't think it was going to be him. And it's fine. I mean, I have nothing really against Todd Habercorn, except every time I think of him, I think of... Mario from Italia, whatever. It's really Italy. He's not really Mario, but he fucking sounds like Mario. So that's all Pasta! that I ever. It's all I ever think of him as. I have bad high school flashbacks about Italia. Anyways, before you know, so that so that uh, Spartan doesn't go through PTSD. Jared, what did you think of the performance? <laughs> oh. there there was Yowie on my Facebook. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, get, I would tell you to suck it up, but that'd be a really bad term, <laughs> oh, that term to use in that situation. Coconut cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yes. proud did of you, that. Did you see Italy's cannoli? Oh. Or Germany? <laughs> or Germany's sausage? Oh, God. Or, 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 or Hardy, oh, Hardy, yeah. let's not let's not kill the man. <laughs> and put a real damper on the episode. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that one caught me off guard. I was drinking. <laughs> oh, shit. I think I just beat your cream pie joke. Oh, God. <laughs> totally. Sorry. Demoted. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm breathing. Anyway, I'm breathing. Jared. Jared, please <laughs> give us your impression of the performance. Uh, he, 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 he's good. He's good. He's fine. He's Todd. I, I'd forgotten about Todd until the announcement. It's like, oh yeah, Todd Habercorn's a thing, isn't it? Mm. Um, what else? Also, I'm, I'm with Gigi. I had a suspicion. Like, I agree. I, I suspect this is going to be a lot of unknowns in here. But have, mm -hmm. after watching a couple of episodes and seeing, like, how much of this was basically, like, you know, take two to five characters, put in situation, and let them react. I figured they probably would stick in at least one person who had a little bit more work under their belt. Just because yeah. if it's a bunch of complete unknowns, yeah, that's that's a good recipe to screw it up a little bit more than Funimation might want to. Right. So, I'm not, I'm so not it wasn't wasn't a complete training wheels dub. No, and I that's that's kind of what I expected. I suspected this is going to be like a lot of a couple of unknowns and like one or two more experienced people thrown in there to make sure the overall acting quality was, you know, pretty solid. By the yeah. way, I have a question. Is Todd mm -hmm. in Texas or LA right now? 
Nobody. Know, we think he's in L.A. That he uses his own studio. I've to been record. curious because I've apparently he's done some videos lately with Kyle Phillips about actually eating some of this candy lately. I don't know. He's probably like Patrick Seitz in that he's a time lord or something. But anyways, <laughs> my uh, my impression, and this is going to be controversial. I honestly think he's. I think he does a good job in this role. I would have preferred an unknown because I think Todd is kind of wasted in this. Todd is at his best when he's like Raj and just hamming it up completely. And it's weird hearing him do like a straight man kind of role. Yeah, I mean, we've heard him do straight men kind of roles before, but he's at his best when he's just, you know, hamming it up and going crazy. And I think he's just I think what we should have done, we should have gotten what we should have done was gotten a well-known actress for Hotaru instead of Coconuts and gone with yes. an unknown. Are we doing this? Yeah. All right. We're, we're, we're going to do it. There. We're about to go there, but let us go through the proper. Let's go through the proper procedures first. Let us. By the uh, way, I just had my Glico, so now I have, like, what did he say? Like, I can run for 300 meters or some shit like that? <laughs> That's such bullshit, and you know it. Well, of course it's bullshit. It's marketing. But- but there are only four Glicos in a package, and they do look like hearts. And I did get I, a rocket ship, so I'm I guess gonna be I can't honest. Complain. I feel like the show is too. I feel like it's too on the nose to be intentional marketing. Like I, 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 I think a... this is just a this is just a writer that's just really passionate about like fucking shitty obscure candy. And I, I have a. Sorry, no, no, I have a. No, I bet I, you any I... money the candy companies are paying to get their stuff in there. There's no way they're using the original mascots and Japan doesn't let anybody use anything for free. There, you know what? Good point. I, I do I do have a theory based on knowing absolutely nothing about the source material, which is that I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, this is partially marketing, but based on the show, my conclusion is the guy who writes this probably worked in a candy shop and is probably also probably also from the sticks of Japan, just because as much as the show is about junk food, enough of it seems to be about being young and bored in the sticks of Japan and having to make your own fun. Hmm. That, you know, it's like, oh, let's, uh, oh, we got yeah. cards. Let's, uh, let's throw them at the ground and flip them over. Yeah, let's play Japanese Pog. Pretty much. <laughs> Dude, imagine if Saya was playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Do you know how much ass she could kick? Oh my god. Yes, you summon your trump card. I mean, she's practically doing JoJo Yu-Gi-Oh poses during that whole card <laughs> flipping game. Saya would be all about that dark magician and that. that dark magician girl. Oh my god, imagine Saya dressed as dark magician girl. <gasps> oh my god, somebody make that happen. Yes. 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 The, sa- the same guy who will draw my infamous Tifa picture from the last podcast. Oh my god, I laughed so hard when you were describing that. Yep. I'm still Take a shot. track. I'm taking a shot. But anyways, before we get too off track, yeah. Basically, I think Todd is kind of wasted. I would have preferred the unknown in this role and a better actress, or a better known actress for Hotaru. Moving on to Hot- Hotaru, the obvious star of the show. Um, great big assets. Uh, crazy, you know, looking eyes. Just... Basically, she she puts the hot in Hotaru. Uh, where we got the term "hot girls eating junk food" from, she's pretty much steals the show and steals the show at every scene she's in. She, um, she's got a nice pair of Malamars. 
Oh, yes. Uh, uh, um, she's got some uh, everlasting gobstoppers. I knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Boy. I knew that was coming. I'll tell you what. No, wait. The She's got the perfect size for Ed and Eddie jawbreakers. I'd love to break my jaw on those things, that's for sure. Oh! Oh my. Oh but anyways. God. What the fuck is anyways. Um, before, yeah, we, we this this episode has gone to shit already. It's Oh, I love awesome. it. It's perfect. <laughs> anyways. At least I haven't have any... brought up my original impressions of Hotaru, which I guess I'll keep to myself, because... No, go ahead, she's please. A hot girl eating candy. I swear to God, I saw the first picture and I thought she was supposed to be a drag queen. I thought she was coconuts. That's funny. Oh, you know what? But I saw the key art and I was like, is she supposed to be a drag queen or? Boy, that would be a very different she's... show. Uh, a very better show. Not... If you throw a drag okay. queen in anything, it gets automatically better. All right. As Armin can attest through uh, from Attack on Titan Junior High. Or the entire Zoldic family. Or let's just bring <gasps> up the obvious elephant in the room, Princess Jellyfish. But moving on. I have to oh. watch that next chapter. It's pretty, it's pretty good, actually. I've heard but, you know, things. I've... Yeah. Okay. But um, anyways, did we have predictions for Hotaru? Because I know who I had. Uh, should I go first this time? Yeah, go ahead and go. Okay. Uh, first things first. Um, let me, let me say this, um, I actually went ahead and read a little bit of the manga before I started this, and the impression I got from Hotaru's character was actually kinda different than what the sub version gave me. I thought she'd be a lot more down-to-earth, like, kinda deeper voice little bit kooky and crazy. Anyways, my first choice was Dawn Bennett. Okay. Oh. Just, I, I'm thinking back to Sky Wizards now, and just the way that... that so, more like, more like Rico Flamel Dawn Bennett, and not less like Potatoes Dawn Bennett. Yes, where she okay. had that sort of commanding, um, kind of a bad, like, kind of like deepish but still sexyish but also kind of intense and crazy if need be. Yeah. Preferably not being a bloody used tampon like she turned out to be in that show. Rico Flamella. Oh, okay, uh, okay. I forgot yeah. about. Honestly, I don't remember much of anything about Sky Wizards. Yeah, I've imbibed enough alcohol to try to forget, but uh, I also had uh Monica Rial. Uh just cuz honestly Depending on either Monica or Real voice would have sufficed for that. Um, just, you know, what what is that you say? Uh, you have, like, little girl Monica voice and big girl Monica? And her Monica? big girl voice. And then, yeah. and then you have Michiko Malandro. Who's Gangsta Monica. Wait, Gangsta? Oh, Gangsta Monica. Okay, yeah. Seriously, yeah. Michiko. What a, who would have seen her in that? That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, and my last one, just to, it, in case they did go for a more high-pitched Hotaru voice, I had Tia Ballard. Mm -hmm. I did too! I can see those. Awesome! Wow, we have a lot of our choices in comments. I think we're on the same I know wavelength. We really do. I don't know if that's scary for you or what. <laughs> or maybe it's terrifying for you. 
No, I'm never afraid of anything. But along with except fish, except fish. (laughs) Fuck you guys. Yo, uh, Jared, I get it now. You're the guy that's, like, kind of quiet for most of it, but when you come in, you come in with the great punchlines and the great zingers. You're I'm trying. Best. You do good, man. That's what, what the Skype icon says. You do you, man. I'm, you do you. Anyways, you're next. Uh, all right, yes. I have, I have opinions, don't I? Um, uh, for, for Hodoru, I, uh, I put down Alexis Tipton. I think I've been trying to remember why. I think it's because uh, I've been watching, uh, I've been catching up on Noragami lately, and uh, there she also plays a uh, a manic woman. So I thought, all right, she could probably do this. Woman mm-hmm. so fine, she'll make your wallet cry. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's uh, true though. I'd say you was wrong. I said it was awful. That's a, that, that is, <laughs> those are not mutually exclusive. That's one that even Hardy didn't do. All right. So is that ever? Who, who else? Anyone else have any predictions, or is it my turn? I had Alexis Tipton. She was my number one. Yeah. Do you have any others? Yeah, Tia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because Alexis was crazy in Noragami, and I was like, oh, she would be perfect. Yeah. And Great. then. No. Uh... I could see. I could. I could see Alexis doing the job. Actually, I had one. I had two, but I really wanted one in particular. Um, in this role, I went for the twins, or as I call them, uh, Felicia Angel and Bryn April. But I was leaning more towards Bryn for this role, because something about Hotaru's look, and how her eyes are done, and just her entire face and look, for some reason I could just hear Bryn's voice coming out of it just being completely unhinged. And, and I've wanted to hear Bren play the completely nutball crazy type for a while now. And, and yeah, and I, I wanted to hear this voice so much that when I did find out, well, I'll, I'll get to this later. It, it, it kind, I kind of still, when, I, when I'm looking and reading the comic, I kind of still hear Bren's voice when I read the comic and everything or when I read captions or, or anything like that. And that's why I was kind of disappointed when I found out who they actually got to play her. And who they actually got, of course, we're all wrong. It's another newcomer uh, named Tabitha Ray. Who? And he- yeah, here is her entire uh, filmography. This is her entire um, resume. Major Attack- characters. Yes. No, not even major characters. Hotaru is her only major character at all. Well, she, she was in, an antagonist in like one of the fairy tale arcs. Yeah, she was in Attack on Titan, Defrag, Dagashikashi, Dance with Devils, Dragonar Academy, Fairy Tale, Free Eternal Summer, Hyperdimension Neptunia, Noragami, One Piece, Tokyo Ravens, and Wanna Be the Strongest in the World. In all those shows, she has only played three named characters. That is it. She is a brand new actress. And she shows, if you ask me. Okay. Here we go. Casting couch. Okay. I will come out and say I am not pleased with her performance. Uh, I don't think she's bad, but I do not think her voice matches Hotaru's look. Uh, I think she overacts 
and that's and knowing Hotaru, how crazy Hotaru is, that's saying a lot. I, I think she, I think she overdoes it with the crazy. Um, I just don't think she's right for the character. I, 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 and she sounds too old. That's my main thing. She sounds too old to be playing this girl. Okay. Aye, aye, El Capitan. Okay, so. Crack your knuckles. We're going to go. Okay, here's the thing. I actually disagree with Hardy on this one in a couple of areas. Here's the deal. When I saw Hotaru's design, I did not see the character that the Japanese Seiyu gave us. And the Japanese Seiyu was at, was still fine. She did the job, but one, it seems a little too atypical, high-pitched main main heroine anime girl, as well as the fact that the actress also played my little sister cannot be this cute. Hmm. So there's that. But here's the thing with. Hotaru. It's a weird, it's a different direction, but I actually do kind of like it. Here's the thing. Hotaru's entire character, she's a fucking nerd. Let's be real. She may be, like, attractive, and she may, she's super crazy, but she's a giant fucking nerd about obscure Japanese candies that seems to know a lot about, like, marketability and shit. And she's like the a daughter of a candy company. So it seems like she's looked this stuff up a lot. It seems like she's knows all these obscure facts and she kinda she doesn't really get people, so she learns these things, one, to try and further her company, and two, she does this almost as a way to try here's what it is. I think it is she's trying to be like a young person, but she doesn't really know how. All she really knows is just like marketability of this Dagashi stuff. That's so we would you would say she's a candy otaku then? She's basically a candy otaku that just so happens to also be like this weird hot gothic lolly person. I see. That's now, what now, I, I see in it, and I know it's the whole you think that she sounds a little too old and whatnot. I just see it as like here's the thing: if she had like the gla like swirly glasses and whatnot, I think the voice would be perfect. Granted, she doesn't. That's probably why you think it's a little odd. But it gives me something more than just atypical hot girl. I think you want her to sound like atypical hot girl. But I like this direction that she goes with the character. It's a weird one, and granted, it's not like a perfect thing, but she's actually shown that she can do like the different voices. She can do the whole like sexy thing. She can do the whole weird crazy thing. She can do over eccentricity. She can do that, and I think it works to that degree for the character that Hotaru uh, is. That's how I, I got, see it. I gotta disagree with that. I think... Just because she's just because her terminology makes her sound older doesn't mean that she should physically sound older. Granted, you're right. She does her research. She's like crazy analytical about all these weird candies. And for that reason, she is a nerd and she her dialogue in general should sound like she's not really a high school student or whatever. That doesn't mean that her physical voice should sound like it's coming out of a woman older than she looks. And that's why I still think she sounds too old. Yeah, I'm I'm on camp too old. But I also see where you're coming from because there's like 
two different main voices that she uses. Like she uses her kawaii, her little moe voice, when she's like trying to flirt but not really flirting because you know she can't know that she's flirting because she's a dumb girl or whatever. And then she uses yeah. her food encyclopedia voice. I don't have a problem with the cute girl kawaii moe voice. I have a problem with the food encyclopedia voice because A, it just sounds too old, but the worst part about it is that it's like she's a theater nightmare. Like I did a lot of theater and I know that it's really easy to over enunciate and pronounce your words so emphatically that it sounds like you're just shouting across the room. And yeah, she's probably a theater actress, let's be real. But yeah. I mean, she's just bringing this into a tiny booth, into a space where it doesn't need to go. And I think if she maybe just toned that down a little, it would be such a better interpretation of the character. Yeah, yeah I have, I've had issues with other actors and actresses with that exact same issue. I, you know, I bring it up, Daryl Gilbo is the reason that I dislike his acting is because he cannot turn that off. He's always in stage actor mode where you have to speak loud and enunciate every single word of that you're saying and pronounce every single syllable so that the people in the back rows can hear what you are saying. And yeah, and, and yeah, it's just, it, it, can get, it can get annoying at times. But I mean, I don't think that with Tabitha, her, her performance is that bad. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just, I don't think the voice matches the character all that well. That's just me. Uh, what did you think, Jared? Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm aware that got a little intense. I had to make my point. It's fine. I, I pro I lean a little towards Andrew. Uh, like I, I like the, I like the, I think she does the manic side of Hodru very well. I actually enjoy that part of it. Um, I do agree. I do. I would possibly agree that like she's fine just in terms of performance. I would argue maybe this was not the best possible casting for this character, especially given the pool of actors they could draw from. Uh, I will say there is one other thing I like about it, which is not necessarily uh, good acting, but it's something that amuses me. Which is um, I don't know where Tabitha Ray is from, and I can't find a lot of information about her. But during her performance, I think she's probably from the Midwest because occasionally when she gets really motor mouth, she'll go into that kind of uh, you know. Fargo, oh yeah, sure, kind of accent. And every time that happens, I snicker a little bit. Because I, I am just delightfully amused by this Japanese snack food nerd sounding like she's Francis McDormand about to go out and arrest, you know, uh, what's his name for being Stevie Shemmy into a wood chip or something. Yes. Just a moment, gotta vomit. Boy. Exactly. I'm Canadian never going to think of her the same way again now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we go get some candy, eh? <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, like, she, she is, she is not, like, I, I, like, you know, it could be better. It's not nearly enough to, like, spoil it for me, though. And again, like, Bridge, because it's completely incongruous. Midwestern Hotoro, I smile a little. So, yeah. Okay, so we're kind of split right down the middle there, back and forth between between our impressions on Hotor, and that's fine. This is and interesting. Guess, this was fun. Yeah, I guess we could say that about the entire dub, really, is that, you know, it's not perfect. We, we just, we all have our very different... This is one of the more divisive episodes we've ever had, one of the, one of the dubs, because most of the time, when we have, like, a McFarlane dub or we have, like, a Kate and Glass dub, we're all like, 
fawning over like, oh, this is amazing, this was great, and 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 this time we all just you know we all have a bunch of differing opinions, and it, it's kind of actually kind of refreshing, like a bunch of different options in a candy store. You're not gonna like hey, everything. Hey, <laughs> you brought Yay. it full circle. That right. was such a good transition. High five. I'm oh wait, so we're not proud in of you. That was a good one. It's like, you know, if you don't like one flavor of Umaibo, try another. Uh, or you can make different mixtures. Or if you don't like Umaibo at all, you can go try, you know, fake beer or or, or whistle uh, candy or, or whatever, you know. Or you, there's different ways to eat your little cinnamon sticks so you don't end up with a cinnamon facial or cinnamon boobs or anything like that. I mean, it's just we all have differing opinions and, you know, something to celebrate. And that's one of the great things... That's one of the things that's most fun with having these podcasts is having a discussion about it. I'll say this though, with a lot, I know a lot of these guys are fairly new, like newer actors and or having their first, some of their more recent times in a lead role. And I gotta say, just as a heads up, criticisms aside, you guys, you keep do, doing your thing. If any of you just so happen yeah. to be listening on this, divisive opinions aside. Like this is this is new stuff, and honestly, we're we're just fans. We very much appreciate the fact that you guys are doing what you're doing, and you're getting the chance to do what you love. Like, there's That's always right. room for improvement. We're not trying to be dicks, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And these are these are just like our opinions. Not everything's perfect, but hey, if mm -hmm. you if you appreciate any of the criticisms and whatnot, and you some of you actors just so happen to be listening, hey, that's just it. Mm -hmm. And besides, yeah. if if you are upset with some of the comments, uh, let me make you feel better by saying, Hardy, your waifu doesn't exist. Neither does yours, Andrew. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're on equal All right, well, before this comes to blows, let's just say, actors, actresses, you're getting paid and we are not. So kudos <laughs> to you. I'm jealous of your paychecks. And I would like to be in a Funimation dub, but that'll never happen because I'll never even go to Texas in my lifetime so good job guys i'm i'm glad you're getting work and you know what that's all that matters point is he, it, i was entertained by this dub i like what i've seen i like what i've seen there always is room for improvement and change but honestly all in all it's still a fairly entertaining dub it is yeah, really entertaining I, i'd rather watch it dubbed than subtitled well, yes yeah, sa same here you know i i have my issues with the dub uh, it's I can't say it's one of my favorites, but all in all, I still would prefer to watch the dub than the subtitles because I like I like paying attention to the art instead of reading the subtitles. You know, you can call me lazy and say, "Well, you just have to get used to reading the subtitles at the same time." That's not what anime is about. That's not what television is about. You sit down to read a book. You sit down to watch television, and that's why even even when a dub isn't the greatest thing. It's still always fun to watch because it allows you to a more immersive experience. Anyways, you so watch you anime how you want to watch it. Just do it legally. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you don't want to, if you don't want, if you don't want to, you know, if you want to listen, if you have to read subtitles, how can you appreciate that section where they recreate, I think, the opening of the first Gundam series with the candies? Oh my god. Oh yeah, or or the Darth Vader fight exactly. in the beginning. Yes. Oh god, it's such a weird show. <laughs> it anyway, is a weird show. I, it's I know, right? I saw. 
I signed up for this assuming it was just gonna be stupid high school shenanigans that happen to take place in a candy store. It's like, no, 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 no. This is very seriously about Japanese snack foods. Yeah. And going back to this, I have never seen, uh, I've never wanted Japanese snack food more than this show right now. It has got me legitimately interested in hunting some of these things down. Uh, sadly, they don't, uh, a lot of places in Memphis don't sell them. But as, uh, as Classy Spartan mentioned, there is this guy on the Funimation forums who is taking it upon himself to hunt down every single piece of candy and every single snack that they are selling in the show and post to where you can legally buy them online. That guy's crazy, but I respect that mad. Oh yeah, I hope he keeps doing what he's doing and I will I will happily get it's noob guy on the Funimation forums. If you're ever on the forums, look up his article. It is fantastic. And kudos to you, dude. I am definitely going to be using that uh that thread in the future for some uh, for some Dagasy purchase. Feel free to join the forum if you ever want to interact with us, or if you just want to complain about how Gates Close is never coming back ever. Yell at Hardy. And believe me, and believe me, wait, it is wait, never wait, coming. Wait, 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 what do you mean Case Close is never coming back? Are you serious? It's never going to be dubbed again. I was joking. Yeah. Look, <laughs> uh, look, look, look guys. GG, I've heard that so often I've lost my sense of humor. Uh, and, and people on anime forums, they're always a treat, for better yes. or for worse. Speaking of right. treat, so is this show. I had a good time with this, the dub's entertaining. Now give me my fucking Barakamon dub already, Funimation. Fuck! Ah, uh, yes, and my Yatterman Knight dub while you're at it. Ha -ha, Tommy Galaxy on DVD. So yes, Tatami Galaxy! Yes, you know, we, you know, you know, they just, I don't, I they, don't care that it's going to sell badly because it's a weird arty show. I want it, damn it. And while you're at it, license everything else from that guy. What is his name? Uh, uh, Masaaki no, Yuasa. Yuasa, yes. We need Kimono Zume and Kaiba as well. I want to see him. Get on that. I want to see him what? do a new show with his new studio, Science Saru. Yeah. Him and Trick and his studio and Studio Trigger seem very open to pretty much working with a lot of like Western animators and whatnot. Pretty much anybody who's made like a dope cartoon lately and has also turned out to be a giant fucking weeaboo, pretty much has like free tours at Trigger. I think that's the criteria now. Yeah. Well, I'm a giant weeaboo. Maybe I could get a free tour at Trigger. But anyway, you, you have to make some cool animation first, Hardy. Yeah. Seriously, there's a picture of Alex Hirsch with a bunch of Studio Trigger guys, as well as like a cardboard cutout of Mako, and it is the best thing ever. Anyways, uh, before we close, we just have to do the legal stuff. If any of you are interested in watching the broadcast dub of Dagashikashi, it is available on Funimation.com. You have to be an all-access subscriber to watch the broadcast dub. I believe it is, what is it, four weeks? No, it's six weeks behind the simulcast. We are currently on episode four as of tomorrow when this episode was recorded, which is March 1st. Honestly, uh, there, was a, there was a delayed episode in Japan, so I think they're only like three or four episodes behind, actually. I see. Anyways, uh, if you would like to watch the simulcast, you can do so for free with ads on Funimation.com. Um, but to watch the broadcast dub, you have to be an all-access subscriber, and you have to put in your credit card information for the 14-day free trial. Make sure that you take the info out. Didn't they change it to 30? 
I believe, actually, yes, I believe it is 30 now. Thank you very much for their special Funimation Now promotion. Um, but remember, if you don't want to be charged, you have to uh, cancel your account. But odds are you will be so enamored by the... 8,000... Actually, they've updated it. It is now over 100,000 minutes of anime Good. on Funimation.com. Good, we're not doing the fucking meme. I wasn't going to let you. Yes, they have dropped the meme, thank God. Funimation has dropped the meme. <gasps> it is over. It is over. The evil yes. is dead. Yes. <laughs> the king is dead. Long live the king. But anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. Just remember, you'll be so enamored by all the anime there. You won't want to cancel your subscription. I sure haven't. Uh, these people sure haven't. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's Dagashikashi in a nutshell. Uh, I am Spaceman Hardy. Before we close out, everyone, uh, give your final goodbyes. I am Classy Spartan. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to piss off Hardy in the future. Yeah, we'll be very soon, actually. Probably. Actually, you'll be pissing off Megan next. Oh, yeah. We're basically just going to skip the whole episode and just talk about our Fire Emblem Fates playthrough. <laughs> All right. Wow. Anyone next? I'm Gigi from Anime Palooza. It's been fun because this is my last one for the season. I got mine done first. So mm, mm -hmm. now I'm done. Now I can take a vacation. And until, pretty soon we'll... Until pretty soon. you can't, trust me. You're going to be involved and, for like half of them in of the 20 plus dubs next yeah. season. Until Hunter Hunter comes around. By the way, J. Michael Tatum should still play Hisoka. I will fucking pay his salary myself. That also, is all I, I call, say, Viz Media. I call well, instant dibs on the My Hero Academia dub. Whoever or whatever does it. I will sacrifice my One Punch Man, like, Coliseum ticket. As long as I get access to do My Hero Academia. All right. Well, while they're distracted, Jared, quick hit. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm Amandul. Uh, I like rock music. Uh, if you, if <laughs> people who know what my name means find that joke funny. Um, uh, if you, if you'd like to hear me actually speak, I have a blog at a uh, worldthatscoming.blogspot.com. I might actually post something to it soon, so go check that out. It's great. And will we ever get to see crusty old songs that you've never heard before come back? Probably. I just need to get off my butt and actually post something. Like, yes. I'm just Give lazy. That's that's really the only reason that went away. Give us one right now that we need to listen to. Tell us what we need to listen to. One song. All right. Uh, one song you should listen to, uh, if you if you have ears and you like music, you should look up the song. I don't know what's it called. You should look up the song "Summer Sun" by the band Coop, spelled K-O-O-P. It is great. Thank okay, you for thank you. that enlightening music trivia. Yes, and I am, of course, am the one and only master of manliness, Spaceman Hardy. You can follow my Twitter, where I constantly go off on mad tangents, post surreal and dumb tweets like donkey pants, and I post pictures of goats and lots of clotee pictures and rant about Aniplex and not going to be doing so much drunken ranting lately because I am trying to, you know, cut back on my drinking. Uh, but uh, boy, you just checked out like half of my drinking game in one minute. Well, that's pretty much yeah. That's well, that's my. I have to. That's what I do on my, on my Twitter. It's man. what he does. 
Yeah. But you can follow me on Twitter at SpacemanHardy.com. You can also see me on the Funimation forums where I am the forum moderator. And if you ask for more case clothes, I will ban your fucking ass. Because... Just stop it. He is Just stop. Per- he's a terrible. Per- he's a terrible person and destroys people people's hopes. What he said. But anyways, you can follow me on sp- at Spaceman Hardy on Twitter. Uh, Andrew, where can we follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MangaMan9000. Yes, I know I shit on the whole 9000 meme, even though my username is MangaMan9000. It was a different time. And Gigi, where can we follow you at? At Anime Palooza, and I always follow back. All right. And Jared, where should we follow you at? Uh, I am at Amandul US. And that does it for another episode of Dub Talk. Until next time, keep it manly. What the fuck? Hey. <laughs> Otaku all, my friends. <laughs>